0: Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my partner in film, Devin. And today, we're here to cover, explore, and review Loki Season 2, Episodes 2 through 6. If you want to catch our Episode 1 thoughts, uh, that is a separate episode. episode that people can go listen to. We covered that a little bit before season two started running on Disney plus, but now that the season is finished, we're going to be covering the final five episodes of the season all together. But before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, audible, and more And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and threads at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X, or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, it's been a while since we've recorded together. kind of, sort of. No, yeah, because we released a few things ahead of time. I think Five Nights at Friday's is the last time we actually got together and reviewed. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, because we, we had a few episodes drop out. Like you know, there was a bit of a law. I think you were out of town and whatnot. So you know, we had our Invincible season two review and a few others. But yeah, it's been about a week for us, and we like to you know keep consistent here. That is the key. But Devin, how's your week been? Since it's been a while since I've I like talk to you <laughs> or you know not off air <laughs> been, a, been a pretty good
1: week had a bit of a cold last week but it's gone now so that's all that matters just kind of stuff yourself with as many medications as possible till it goes away that's what i usually do just emergency <laughs> uh, use the whatever it takes just pile drive it away
0: yeah i know what that feels like i recently got my second covid booster shot i think it was the second. So I was feeling a little under the weather, uh, the other day.
1: Yeah. I got the, I got the COVID and the flu shot together and did not have any side effects, surprisingly.
0: Really? See, I was told not to do that like together. So I avoided it But my doctor was like, yeah, it's fine. You can do it together. But then, um, one of my mom's friends did it and it like wrecked her. And I was like, I'll just do the flu shot now. And then, do the COVID shot like a little bit later. So that's what I did. But well, yeah, you're, you're a brave soul. Is that your glorious purpose to, uh, you know, just endure all medicine? I mean, it paid
1: off at, at the end of the day, it worked out. So I guess it could
0: be. <laughs> The, the pharmaceutical uh, Devin <laughs> Dev Dog over here, but yeah, I'm glad that you've been doing so well. Sorry about that. You haven't been feeling too well, but I'm assuming you kind of you know caught up on some television or, or some movies that you've been meaning to watch. You've been rewatching the Hunger Games at all? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Any, anything there? Or?
1: I might just have to go back and listen to our old episodes. Like you, like you pulled up the other day.
0: That post took me a very long time. (laughs) I imagine (laughs) I had to like make sure everything was like spelled correctly, get the correct links. I had to shorten the links. It was crazy, but yeah, I I'm feeling, I want to do a hunger games rewatch. I've already seen the first one again uh, in theaters a few weeks back. And I'm like, man, you know what? I haven't busted out the 4k discs that I bought through Best Buy. Like there's this really sweet, like steel book set that they have. And I bought that. And I haven't tried out the um, the 4K discs yet to see how well they are. But I, I might do that this weekend. It, it just depends on how much time I have. But I've, have you been watching anything new? Or you have been re-watching uh, Invincible as it comes out every week, Season 2? I actually really haven't been watching
1: much. Uh, I did watch a recap of Invincible Season 1 because I was a little lost for Season 2, Episode 1. But I got caught up. Uh, new rock stars helped out with that one. I'm excited to uh, continue watching that. I know you you watched all four, but I'm I'm sticking with the weekly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still going to go back and rewatch them for sure. But you know, it was just I, I was just so excited. and I was like, man, got to get this out, and it's actually paid off for us. I would say in the uh, um since since we've released it so far. But you've been playing any games at all, or kind of just chilling? All yeah, together? all
1: aboard all aboard the Allen Wake two train. It's been so good so far.
0: Have you tried it on your Steam Deck or are you just playing on your PC? Just PC. I got you. I'm still in the same spot. (laughs) That well, this week I haven't been able to play because I've been kind of busy with some screeners, had a few uh, meetings, uh, had to go to a uh, pre CMA party on Tuesday, and it was a lot of fun. So yeah, I know it was my few of my friends uh, dropped uh, got signed by. A BMG records so it was it was pretty fun it was, it was a lot of fun they invited me out and it was it was a good time but yeah I haven't had time to really uh play Alan Wake 2 this week I'm hoping to dive back into that this weekend like I said I'm still facing Nightingale uh first time round it's <laughs> Bob and we. So like, when you slap him, does that really do any damage at all? Because I know I don't think I ever slapped him. I was more of a, a shooting kind of. Well, I have like ten bullets, man, and I like there was another chest, but if it takes so long. You have to open up the chest.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a couple chests around you can find, but you have to give yourself some time.
0: Yeah, but he's like running around with his tree bark and like, oh my gosh, it's crazy, but. I digress. I'm glad that you've been having a great time playing Alan Wake Two, and you know, h- happy that you're feeling a little bit better there. But um, oh yeah, how was your Halloween? My gosh!
1: <laughs> we... it feels like it was so long ago, but it was only like ten days ago.
0: Yeah. It, what, was it good? All, all yeah, good in the hood? It, was, it
1: was good. I was I was buzzed light year.
0: It was a good time. Nice, nice. Yeah, I I didn't do anything because my friends were lame. So you know. It is what it is. I watched some scary movies, watched some Scream. Uh, you know, Fall of the House of Usher really put us in that mood as well. But, yeah, it was it was a pretty chill um, Halloween for me. I, did, I went to go see one of my friends play for, like, an hour and a half. She had, like, a little acoustic set going on. So that was pretty cool. But outside of that, I kind of just chilled. I worked. Yeah, it was a Tuesday. So even the weekend prior... That, I didn't do anything. <laughs> but as we mentioned before, this uh, episode is going to be covering Loki Season 2, Episodes 2 through 6. Uh, we are going to be talking about spoilers, but not just yet. We will be getting into our initial reactions first, our spoiler-free thoughts. Um, I will let you know as soon as we head into spoilers or right before we head into spoilers, so there isn't any miscommunication there. But with all that said we'll be right back after this introduction to loki season two come on they'll have a look at you where's that we need to be back in there oh come on mobius i know you're trying to help me but we should be dealing with a bigger problem here he who remains i understand and we'll get to that in order to do that i need a Loki who remains we need to address the fact that you keep disappearing well i I keep disappearing we don't don't have time (laughs) You just disappeared i know and i can't keep looking at it because it's horrible what i thought i didn't know that bad i was lying it, it's terrible it looks like you're being born or dying or both at the same time it's really it's freaking me out it's okay it's, it's, okay, it's okay, really though, painful it's not that bad i can handle it how does it look and we are back with our season two review of loki episodes two through six again this is the final five episodes of Loki season two. There are six episodes in total. If you want to check out our episode one review, that is a standalone uh, review that we have done a few weeks ago, but we have been watching the show week to week. Um, I actually watched binge watch the first four episodes when Disney sent them to me because I honestly just couldn't put it down. It was so good. But now uh, the final two episodes, uh, episode five and six penultimate episode and the finale are out. So we're going to be giving our, Initial reactions to that. But for those who do not know what Loki is, I'm assuming you already do. But just in case you're new here, welcome. The villain of Loki resumes his role as the God of Mischief in a new series. This is the second uh, second season again that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. So again, stars Tom Hiddleston, uh, Sophia DiMartino, Owen Wilson, to name a few, and we, we have some new faces within this season as well, as well as uh, kui Hugh And the creator, of course, of Loki is Michael Waldron. So I'm going to pass the mic over to Devin so we can give his spoiler-free thoughts on Loki Season 2 Episodes 2 through 6.
1: Oh, Loki, Loki, Loki.
0: Where would we be without, without Loki
1: in the MCU right now? Like... Mm-hmm. He's he's got the MCU on his back currently, and he is carrying it to the promised land because everyone is panicking about the MCU as a whole. There's that Variety article that came out, kind of like a hit piece on the current current affairs going on at Marvel and how the MCU is crumbling. When in reality, I believe um, there there are some issues, but I think it's definitely not as dire as you're we are led to believe. And I think Loki, this season of Loki, proves that because they can still put out such a quality product like this and. This season builds on top of the first season. It loops back into the first season and it includes it and it wraps everything up so perfectly. It's just such a great season of, of television. Despite the, the six episode um, setup that we have complained about so much in the past, it just works for Loki because it's so well planned out and thought out. Every episode has a has its glorious purpose, as you can say. And it just feels like this is the show most written for TV. I mean, uh, WandaVision, obviously, it was written for TV because of the whole uh, different decades set up, but this one just feels like they know what they're doing when it comes to this because it doesn't feel like a movie that's just split up into six episodes like so many of the other series have felt like. And I think that's why this one feels so different and feels so special because they have a plan throughout the entire season, and then season two comes around and they pick up right where they left off and there's no stone unturned and there's... New characters added, included Ob- including Obi, like you mentioned before. We get <laughs> Obi added to the triangle of of Owen Wilson, uh, Mobius and Loki. That that trio is just kind of just a grand time throughout the whole season. Like we pick up right where, where Mobius and Loki left off, their buddies, and then you throw in Obi and it's just the perfect trio. I love every time they're on the screen together. Um we get some uh some kangish um, variant variant um, shenanigans throughout the season it's very interesting to see where they move on from go from here uh, based on what the finale showed us and what the future could be for um, Kang or if they decide to move on from that because this kind of leaves off with definitely some options for them to go to and I really just love for me um, obviously we, we talked about the, the premiere we both love the premiere mm-hmm. two and three were, were bit on the lower end for me, not bad, but definitely a bit lower than the others. And then four was good, but then five was one that blew me away. And then as of last night, the finale, just wow. Like just the perfect finale for Loki. And his, his character arc is incredible to see. I love how they showed, it's not much of a spoiler, but they did show his first appearance in that first Avengers movie when he just kind of looks like a hypnotized, like generic feeling because he was under Thanos brain control pretty much. And just to show that and then comparison to where he is now and that evolution, it's just so crazy to think
0: about. That is true. And, you know, it's, it seems like it's been so long, you know, when, when season two first got announced, we didn't really know what was in store. And when it came to, you know, us now watching all episodes of Loki season two, it really has like, Truly, really blown me away! Um, you know, for the longest time, it, it between I would say between WandaVision and Loki, they're definitely like my top two favorites. I think Loki does definitely have like a little bit more of an edge, obviously because we got a season two, and the the ending to Wanda's fate after WandaVision wasn't uh, necessarily what people wanted. Unfortunately, I'm not sure if you saw that, but like I said that uh, I think I think like within the novelization of of uh or like no the MCU like official timeline like Scarlet Witch like died but i'm not sure if that means just Scarlet Witch or also like you know Wanda Maximoff but I digress uh when it comes to season 2 of Loki you know like as i mentioned before I binge watched the first four episodes when uh, Disney sent us the screener. So thank you, Disney, for that. And I I liked every single episode. It just kept building and building. And I was wondering what was going to happen next. Um, out of, you know, WandaVision and Loki, Loki um, is one of the two shows that feels serialized. It feels like a television show. It doesn't, like Devin said, it doesn't feel like a movie split into six parts. Um, I feel like every episode kind of had like its own little purpose and towards the very end it you know that that was a great finale and um, I think Marvel kind of needs to like look at this um, you know the success rate of Loki for other television shows moving forward um, obviously we have covered literally every single Marvel television show. Um, uh, since, um, they have released, um, on a, either a weekly basis or a collective, um, review such as this one, but you know, everything that happened with Sylvie, OB and, you know, like you said with, um, Jonathan majors, he does make an appearance in this, um, season. And I mean, you know, there's some shifty stuff going on there, but he, did a bang up job. Like, you know, I'm just going to give credit where credit's due, you know, separating the art from the artist here. But um, I do agree with what Devin was saying, you know, th- there's, you know, and this is, this is phase five now. And, you know, we, we had the criticism of phase four saying, you know, it was directionless and, you know, it was too experimental, which I thought was a bit weird because, you know, we did get a lot of great uh shows and movies out of phase four, uh, especially Loki season one being one of them. And, you know, the, the full circle moment that the finale of season two of Loki has versus the, f- and, and the first season, everything kind of just, you know, it, it threads together so well that you really can't have one without the other. I saw, you know, there's a lot of outlets out there asking people, you know, Oh, which season of Loki was better. That's it's stupid. It's dumb. I hate it when, you know, we have to compare. I'm just glad that we got a second season of a MCU show to begin with and how intricate and how well written it was um, throughout the second season, because, you know, there are threats popping up everywhere. You know, this is kind of like all happening outside of time. So you have the threat of, you know, he who remains, you have the threat of Miss Mel- Minutes, Renslayer, but, you know, a few of those start to kind of fizzle out throughout the episode, which is fine, because it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're getting towards the end goal. And um, I, I didn't expect it to end the way that it did. I thought they were going to go a little bit different because, you know, Loki just being Loki him being selfish and only thinking of himself um, it has always been, you know, um, embedded in his DNA, but we, we start to see a, a different side to Loki. But I think there's a reason like everyone loves Loki. Like there's a reason why people love Loki so much. And obviously out of like the, the original one of the original main villains of the, of, I guess you could say um, <laughs> pre end game. He, he's just, he's always been a fan favorite. And I think a lot of these shows so far have been trying to bolster the uh, side cast of the MCU outside of Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, you know, Black Widow, Hawkeye, like, or not with Hawkeye, you know, having him and Kate Bishop having their own show, but um, you know, a lot of these series, not only in, introducing new uh, heroes, but I love how, they were kind of built to bolster, like, the the other, like, OG crew, like Loki, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But, yeah, Loki's kind of just came out on top.
1: Yeah, I've, I've been seeing a lot of discussion online. People have been saying, I mean, it obviously could be recency bias, but people are asking, is Loki, like, the best character in the MCU? I mean, obviously, Iron Man is up there, Captain America. There's some great choices, but... Especially after this season, like Loki is—he's up there, just one of the greatest characters and the greatest, greatest castings. Just such a great actor, and he just nails it every
0: time. Yeah, I've I've seen uh, tweets like that, and I, for some reason, it kind of bugs me when people ask that stuff because it's like there are so many great characters to choose from, whether you know they're from Phase Four or prior or after. It's like a lot of these characters are well written. Captain America is a well written character. Thor is finally a well written character after, you know, his first two movies. But even Black Widow, like, you know, yeah, we we got that Black Widow movie pretty late, but even her backstory, it was was well written. Um I I think this I think the series of Loki especially, you know, with season 1 and season 2 has made Loki, one of the most well-developed characters in the MCU, but I can't say that like, oh, he's the best because there's so many, like, you know, you have everything with Iron Man. Heck, even Spider-Man has been through a lot, you know, Black Panther, like there's, there's so many, but I also saw a tweet. It kind of bugs me where um, uh, this guy had tweeted saying, oh, um, Loki's sacrifice towards the end of, season two was greater than Iron Man's and I was like I mean Iron Man did die <laughs> like,
1: yeah I guess I guess we can get into spoilers now
0: yeah we're definitely going yeah we're definitely going to um, so ladies and gentlemen we're about to get into spoilers for Loki season two so if you have not seen it turn back now go watch the season finale if you haven't watched it yet and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode so yeah <laughs> That is your first spoiler warning for Loki season two again. That is your second spoiler warning for Loki season two again. Turn back now. He found his glorious purpose. He found his glorious purpose. So yeah, people were talking about the ending of Loki and how he, he defies what he who remains was saying that, you know, everything is inevitable. It's, you know, the TVA, uh, the device, everything's a fail-safe.
1: Yeah, he who remains was was expecting him to be the usual selfish Loki that he has been throughout his entire life, and then he, he changed for the better, and and the way I viewed it, he kind of becomes the new improved he who remains because he is the one at the end of time holding everything together, literally holding every branch timeline together. <laughs> uh, it was it was just such a cool scene when. The the outfit comes out, the horns grow out, like Loki in his truest form, just coming out and literally saving the entire universe. Like, I've seen people calling him the king of the multiverse. That's kind of where he's at right now because he's holding every universe together. Um, Mm -hmm. That's just kind of his role. And we'll see where, where that goes, leads into the future because I guess, I mean, he's not dead, so he could come back. But we did see a tweet that season three is not likely because we had planned for it to be two seasons. So we'll see. But it's very interesting.
0: Honestly, I think it being two seasons is perfect because you have to know when to throw in the towel, essentially, not necessarily give up, but saying, you know, you have to when, when creating a television show, and I think Seinfeld's a great example of this because, you know, Seinfeld could have went on forever. Breaking Bad's always the example I think of. Yeah, that, that that's another great example as well, where it's like, you know, where do you decide to, you have to end the show off on a high. Because you don't want to overstay your welcome with a television show, depending on how many seasons it is. But you don't want to, you know, leave people unsatisfied. Yeah, it's the a, it's always the
1: issue we talk about. It's it's the hardest thing to do is to end a series. Yeah. Cause there's so and, many series that end up disappointing people because either they went on farther and longer than they planned and they didn't have the perfect ending or they just didn't know when to stop. And I think if they did stop after this second season, it would be the perfect ending for Loki.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think this is a good place to end. Um, part of, you know, Loki's story because, you know, moving forward, um, it's, there are, but it's, it's weird because, you know, Loki does, as we said, you know, he be, essentially becomes the new he who's remain. remained. He is literally holding, you know, all of the timelines together into this massive, like tree of like time and like space. It's like a tree of might.
1: It, it all looks so cool. Like, I don't, there, there's definitely some CGI issues with the MCU in general, but this show just, it looks so good. Like all of it, all the visuals that they used. I wish we had more of this.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure what the budget was for this show, but even if it was high, that's fine. Like I'm totally fine when a budget is like super high and that budget reflects on screen and reflects in the writing reflects in the direction and the CGI. Um, but when it doesn't, that's when it concerns me. But you know, I, I think this is a step in the right direction for Marvel. Obviously, you know, they, they do have issues. A lot of people were, you know, saying, Oh my gosh, Marvel's in trouble, and then Loki season two comes out and they're like, Oh my gosh, Marvel's back. Well, like if it's yeah, a classic they, roller coaster you know, ride. It's a roller coaster ride, but yeah, like we we've we have Loki season two now, but that doesn't mean that Marvel doesn't have things that they need to fix. So it's like, you know, the more that they take time with, because it seems that with Loki, they they had a plan. They knew what they wanted to do. They told the story that they wanted to tell. And I'm fine. I'm completely satisfied with it just being two seasons. I think that's totally fine. But to go back to what I was saying before, to this little 'er ne'er-do-well out there running amok, talking about you know, who had the better, the, uh, the better sacrifice, Iron Man or Loki. I don't really think you can like compare the two. I mean, Iron Man did give up his life. So he is no longer a thing. Not saying that that trumps what Loki does, but I think they made their own type of sacrifices in their own way because Loki would have 100% rather died trying to be selfish or, you know, him just being selfless and succeeding versus becoming a selfless person who's a, he's effectively a king now and in his own way. So, you know, he kind of found a, a way around that. But Iron Man also made a sacrifice through a different avenue. And the, I think they, they hit just as hard. But I can't put one... Over the other, but like that stuff, like drives me crazy when people are like, "Oh, who had the better yada yada yada? Who's the best?" This this. It's like we we can just have a lot of great moments and just appreciate what Marvel has done with these characters and kind of just you know take it for what it is, you know. But I wanted to pass it back over to you, Devin. Did you have any other thoughts, opinions, any irks that you wanted to talk about for Loki season two? before we wrap up here and give our final thoughts in our ratings
1: yeah i think the only real issue i had uh was kind of the miss minutes storyline and where that mm. went it just got a little too weird like a little off the tracks there where she became she becomes kind of sentient and then develops feelings for he who or i guess that was victor timely at that time <laughs> um that was just a little too strange for me um other than that i would say A bit of a, a bit of a, I think Sylvie took a bit of a backseat this season compared to the first season where she's obviously involved, but I feel like she was more involved in the first season.
0: Yeah. Well, she was like the anomaly, you know, the,
1: yeah, she was the main focus. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that if you think about it, he, he really could have just killed Sylvie and had the same effect. He chose to sacrifice himself, which is obviously the, the, the great for the greater good, but he really could have just ended it all there. Which is interesting to think about, and kind of his development.
0: Yeah, I I, man, I thought he was gonna just knife Sylvie and be done with the whole thing because she she started this whole thing. (laughs) So it's like I still don't fully
1: understand why she wants him dead so badly. With like no nothing, anyone can say or do can change her mind.
0: Yeah, like she's like she's more than stubborn. It's it's like talking literally to like a brick wall. Like she just, especially in that moment in time, or even in season two, like she still feels the same way, but it's like, I mean, the way that he, who remains explained how everything was supposed to be. And like, I was like, man, well, I mean, the TVA is full of variants anyway. So it's like, it was crazy. I was like, you know what? He, I think he has a point. I was like, I think he has to, you know, kill Sylvie but he didn't I was very surprised that he didn't because he easily could have and it's like poof like problem solved or he could have just well I guess he did destroy the um I forgot what they had called it the uh device that like kind of held the timelines together because Kang or he remains said that if he does that you know it's like going to be like one of like the darker timelines and I don't know, it was a lot of tiny whimy wibbly wobbly stuff. But yeah, I've, I've, you, it's always weird when you're talking about, you know, time travel and like timelines and cause no one really knows how it works. You know, that's why there's so many different iterations of time travel movies or TV shows, things of that nature. But I think Loki season two does a great job of it, but let's get into our final thoughts and our ratings for season two of Loki. So Devin, take it away.
1: Yeah. Final thoughts. I think this was just such a great season of television and then the way it tied everything into the first season, tied everything back into that finale of the first season, which just was thrown so enthralling for everyone. Um, We mentioned it before, but the way they tied that back in and, and this finale, it's just as good, if not better than that finale and just kind of builds off of everything. And it's the perfect ending for a character like Loki. It's very unexpected, very surprising. Because if you would have told me back when the first Avengers movie came out that he would become this type of character with this type of arc and development, like... I don't think anyone would believe that because cause he was kind of just like a basic basic bad guy villain in the first Avengers movie that mm-hmm. was just being used by Thanos to to try to get the job done. And he just, he was kind of the the comedic heel, too, just with obviously the, the Hulk smashing and everything. But for him yeah. to, to turn it all around and become this type of heroic figure is definitely surprising. But it's just so well done that it really just works. And as far as the score goes, I'd probably give it like a 95, like... There's a few things here and there, but just these last two episodes alone have made it just that much, that much better.
0: Yeah. um, I'm pretty much with you there. It's, it's a great television show. I'm glad that we have it. Um, I hope that we get a, you know, a Blu-ray release of it. Um, Hopefully it's not $45, but it probably will be Um, like, cause season one is on Blu-ray for about 45, but it's only available in, like, a steel book, Like, you can't just get, like, a standard packaging of it, which I feel like would have been a little bit better. But overall, you know, it's a step in the right direction uh, for Marvel when it comes on the TV side. You know, they're they're trying to fix things. You know, we have that Echo series coming out and whatnot. So hopefully, moving forward, they have a little bit more of a plan. Um, I know that since they've thrown television into the mix... It, it can be a lot to keep up with, and I definitely sympathize with people who are not able to, you know, watch it when they have the time. Or if they do have the time, sometimes they just feel like doing something else or, or watching something else, you know, because there's a lot of great television out there. And so far in 2023, I think we've had a lot of great television shows and Loki season two is definitely among one of those series. So, with all, actually, I'm sorry, I forgot to give give my score. I would also go the 95 out of 100 for this. Uh, pretty much for reasons already explained, and yeah, it's it's just a great, great television show. So, with all that said, that concludes today's episode. If you enjoy what you heard, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. On your preferred podcast platform of choice. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and threads at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And don't forget to share an episode of our podcast with a fellow movie lover, whether it's your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Spread the love for the Film Optics podcast to a movie lover in need. And now, really quick, let's take a quick look at new releases that you can listen to on the podcast because we have a lot of stuff that's out and a lot of stuff that's coming. It is the thick of award season and it is crazy. So you can listen to our Gen V season one review. Uh, Episodes four through eight are in one episode together and then episodes one through three. I did that backwards, but episodes one through three of Gen V season one or all lumped into one episode as well. So you can check those out as well as our Invincible Season 2 Part 1 Review Episodes 1 through 4, as well as our Five Nights at Freddy's Review and so much more. There's a lot of stuff out there that people can listen to. um, And we hope that you enjoy our reviews so far. But with that said, let's take a sneak peek of what's coming up next that you can look forward to that we're going to be covering on the show. We're going to be covering the Marvel's movie as well as the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the Hunger Games prequel. Very excited for that one and a few others. My my gosh, there's so much coming out November. We have the Thanksgiving movie. We have uh, we might review It's a Wonderful Knife. It just depends on our schedule. Uh, it I think it's called It's a Wonderful Knife. That's a separate slasher movie but yeah there's a lot of crazy movies coming out in November those are just a few just to name but uh those and more we'll be covering here on the show um this this might be our last television review of the year possibly Devin I think so from what I can understand yeah because nothing really comes out in December And I mean, it's already November, so this is crazy. But with all that said, again, thank you all for listening. If you enjoy the show, please take a moment to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And stay connected with us by following us on Twitter for the latest updates. That was Devin, and I'm Christian, signing off. And remember, life is like a movie. So go out there and make it a blockbuster. Peace.